You knew it was coming. It had to be done. It had to be done. Today we break down comic book writer and artist John Burns' five best comics. We're talking X-Men, Fantastic Four, Man of Steel, Captain America, Alpha Flight, Avengers, Hulk, She-Hulk, whatever. All the various issues in between. Which ones shall remain? There was a time in the 1980s when John Byrne was the most popular writer-artist working in mainstream comics. As a result, for years, fans have hotly debated what was and is his very best work. We are here to set the record straight once and for all. Enough said. I'm Swain Hunt. Dwight Clark and Adrian Johnson are by my side as they would never miss out on a chance to codify for all posterity John Byrne's five best comics. Well, it had to be done. At some point. It had to be done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we did Frank Miller. Of course it did. Of course it did. Yes. We did Howard right. Shaken. Yes. Right. So there's another 80s great that had to be done. It had to be done. <laughs> there, yes. There can be only one. <laughs> he would certainly think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John Lindley Byrne. Yes. Oh, it's me, it's me, it's Lindley. Lindley. <laughs> Lindley. Wow. Yeah. Okay. John yep. Lindley Byrne. Okay. Yep. Canada's own. Alberta's own. Of you course. Know. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, well, well, he's born. He's born in England. So, yeah. I mean, I guess that kind of carries yeah. over to that. that those yeah, British you're roots, right. You're so. right. You're Lindley. right, yo. You're right, yo. That would exp that would explain much. <laughs> uh, right. So yeah, we, we're gonna chop up his five best comics. Um, I just did a okay. quick look because I didn't pull out my back issues. I actually pulled out my back issues a few weeks ago. Uh, when we uh, I think we when we, we talked about doing it. And I pulled them out and I looked at them then. Mm -hmm. But just looking at a quick bibliography, this mm -hmm. is probably mm -hmm. the toughest one. Yes. Yeah. This is the toughest yeah. one to codify because, no <laughs> you know, as I, you know, I wrote down what I thought off the top of my head. And then when I looked at the bibliography, I was like, oh, yeah. Right. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that, too. Right. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. You know. So I mean, right. he got some. He got some joints. He got some bangers, but yeah, got some bangers. I, I know yeah. for sure. Like I bonded <laughs> with Dwight, you know, over like John Byrne and a lot of the other '80s greats. I bonded with Don Hillsman over John Byrne. I, I bonded with Mike Daly over John Byrne. I bonded with uh, yeah. Quinn and some of my other friends, Joe Phillips over John Byrne. Yeah, but Adrian, you and I have never bonded per se over Byrne. And I'm wondering, coming in in the '90s as a, as a, more of an image kid, uh, did you have to mm. go back to the '80s, John Byrne? Were you already, as soon as it was introduced to you, like was it? Uh, were you, you know, were you instantly like taken with him? Yeah, yeah, instantly. I mean, it was just like that. And you know, the thing was, wow, yeah, for for whatever reason, John Byrne hits everybody at around the same period, like that 13, 14, 15 period. You know what I'm saying? Like his mm -hmm. art is instantly appealing in that way, you know? And for me, he hit mm -hmm. right then. And the way that he hit was um, <clears throat> when I started reading um, comics and I was getting Wizard Magazine, you know, he was still definitely 
you know, viable in the industry. Like he was doing um, Next Men at that time, you know, for um, Dark Horses cre creator owned. But he was doing other projects too. Mm -hmm. So I was like, John Byrne, who's this John Byrne guy they keep mentioning? And then in a price guide, they would give like abbreviations <laughs> of the uh, person's name. Mm -hmm. And I just kept seeing JBY, 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 like all over that price guide. On the letters of his name, cutting this. I'm sorry, I had to do it. Yeah. yeah so it's just man. So what what got me was um, I had actually found for cheap um, a copy of the uh, Dark Phoenix Saga uh, trade paperback. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, um, at, at a at a secondhand bookstore somehow, and I read that, and man, I was like, man, this is, and you couldn't even put your finger on why it was so appealing, like. The figures were well drawn. The storytelling was there. Um, the way he drew um, the women was great. Mm -hmm. You know, also the men as well. Just it was a total package. You know what I'm saying? And to top it all off, the way you know it was John Byrne, he did have a similarity to the faces that he drew somewhat. But it was always that mm -hmm. that that John Byrne smile. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You always yeah. knew it was John Byrne. Yeah. Like you could just get that smile. And maybe the cheeks, and you're like, oh yeah, John Byrne drew that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. from from then on, I was hooked, man. I mean, quickly hooked. Like that was a mark of quality for me. And I just dove into mm -hmm. like his um, whole body of work. You know, like at one time, you know, I had all of his uh, a complete run of his Fantastic Fours, um, his Captain America, of course, Uncanny X Men. That was out of my price range, dog. That was that's mm. always been out of my price range. You ain't never gonna get a complete set of that, but I was able to get several, you know, reprints and paperbacks of his stuff, you know, and things of that nature. And then of course his Superman as well, you know, Man of Steel and his um action comics that he did before that. So so yeah, mm -hmm. like Byrne is like the man. You know what I'm saying? I can see how mm -hmm. he would have made a seismic impact just based on not only his skill, but also him being so prolific as well, you know, during mm -hmm. that period. And mm -hmm. I can see why he was probably the most popular comic artist, not only in his mind, but in actuality, too. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he's, no, literally, he said in an interview, there was an interview where he, like, he just basically threw the gauntlet down, was just kind of like, yeah, and, and I know that I'm the most popular artist in comics right now. Bar none. And this was at the time of um just like nineteen eighty. Burn So he's doing uncanny. Yeah, Burn has no shortage of ego. In fact, Eric Larson drew him as a character. Um no, it was Art Adams drew him as a character. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> in Monkey Man and O'Brien. Yeah. It was a caricature of Burn with this large head, this huge head sitting on a throne, right? It was his head was so huge they had like rings around it like Saturn or something like things orbiting it. <laughs> it yeah, it's its own so, celestial right. body. Uh, hey, yeah, he, yeah. he was ego the living planet. <laughs> Burn, Burn was was Kanye before Kanye. Yo, he was the Kanye of comics back in the eighties. Yo, <laughs> yeah, Bird would have been like, I already told you, I am a god. You god that is. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. S slightly less of an asshole than. Kanye, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye, bye. Leaps and bounds for sure. Cool. No, cool. that's interesting. And you know the thing about Burn, uh, in terms of like what Adrian's saying, because you know Adrian is younger than we are, 
But I understand why the kids who came up in the 90s and people who are a little, even a little older than Adrian is, you know, who were pros like, you know, your Jim Lees and your Rob Liefelds, et cetera, who came up, uh, who were, you know, the um, the stars of the 90s and, and who were the uh, the founders of Image. You know, all of them, most of them will point back to like Byrne and oh, Perez yeah. and maybe Neil Adams you know, as being influences of theirs and then probably throwing in like, like with the Gaijin guys, throwing in some of the, uh, the manga creators like, uh, Tagashi or, uh, Masamani Shiro. And so that's kind of where you get, you know, what we see in the nineties, you know, we see something that's different from what was happening in the eighties, you know, with Byrne and with, uh, Ordway and, um, and some of the other eighties stars. And we see a different thing happening, but I get why, you know, why the appeal was, was still there because it was in the roots of, you know, the stuff that really brought you to comics, which was, you know, those image, those image, uh, you know, image era, uh, era creators. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, so I think it's easy enough to say, and we always start with the obvious. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's no way X-Men is not in the top, his five best comics. There's just no way it has to be. Yeah. That's, that's unspoken. We don't have to talk about it. Well, uh, Unspoken, well, sir. Let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Like, are you talking about X Men cumulatively as a run? Because that's the thing with Burn too. It's like it's it would be super super tough to narrow down like five single comics. But it's almost like yeah. his strength is built up on he did runs. No, you no, know exactly yeah. in the same way we did with Shaken runs, and, <laughs> and the same thing we did with with Miller, where it can be single issues for sure. But basically, we're treating his uncanny X-Men run as, yeah, you got to get all of it. You got to get all yeah. of it. You know what I mean? Okay. Now, there may be right. some specific issues, although oh, yeah. for me, you know, like I like Alpha Flight a lot because it was him at the peak of his artistic powers. Maybe yeah, as, right. as a writer and as, as stories being told, it wasn't the greatest. But... Mm -mm. Everything else is pretty much runs, like Adrian is saying. His run on Iron Fist, fucking A. Captain yeah. America with Roger Stern, oh. fucking A, dog, fucking A. That's sir. my that's my shizzle, yo. Yes, sir. Seven yeah, issues. Yes, yeah, seven issues. Yeah, um, Fantastic yeah, Four. Yeah, um, Without a doubt. Even his She-Hulk stuff was was pretty great. It was still pretty pretty solid. Yeah, that that's that's where the wheels start wobbling yeah. a little, it looks bit. A little <laughs> bit. It looks just a little bit. But you know what? Something else I bet y'all hadn't thought about. He did like a he What's did up? like a handful of issues of Champions back in the day. Yeah, that, that, hey, was, man. that, was, that was his first series. You can yo. still see it though. It was, first, there, first, uh, yo. it was still there, yo. It was still there though. Yeah, that was his first team, bro. It was awesome. The champions. Hey, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are the champions. And then, of course, one of my on, absolute favorites is Marvel Team Up. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Woo. That's an underrated win. That's yes. an underrated joint right there. Yes. Yes. You know. Mm. Which which one? Which which one in particular? Like like that, that he did like a, a, a block of like maybe... Uh, eight or ten issues uh, right around mm -hmm. the late 50s through like number 80. I think it ended with uh, Red Sonya's story in 79 mm -hmm. or issue 79 or 80. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And just that chunk right there, 
it just crystallized. You're like, how was this stuff so clean? And it wasn't being inked yeah. by Austin. It was being inked mostly by Dave Hunt. He oh, gave yeah. him like this okay. very clean brush line. Oh, yeah. And but it was still burn. Like burn was so bulletproof. Even Dave Hunt couldn't do anything but be like, man, I gotta follow this. I mean, I can't I can't mess this up. You know what I'm saying? And the stories were so good. Yeah. You got uh, now, uh will, Spider-Man go ahead, and Man-Thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider-Man and Miss that, that and one Ms. Where Marvel? He fought the super, yes, and the, and the one where he fought the Super Scroll mm-hmm. as well. That is a great issue. Are you kidding me? Oh, man. And uh, Spider-Man and the Wasp, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think it was Spider-Man and the Wasp. I don't think Yellow Jacket or, uh, was yeah. in it, it or Ant-Man. It was, yeah, I think I, you know what? I think I think it is Yellow Jacket. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like not not, not a dud in a bunch either. Oh, you know, you just like Spider-Man Zion. and Captain Britain, Murder World. Yes, with arcade. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Oh man, are you kidding me? Jeez. Mm-hmm. And you know, Dwight, you were talking about embellishers, man. There are two single issues that stand out. Like, uh, now I'm not throwing these in the ring as best issues, but just to embellish upon your point of embellishers, mm-hmm. there is a Amazing Spider-Man annual, I think it's annual 13, that he drew with Austin inking him in the midst of him still drawing Uncanny X-Men. Beautiful issue. Mm-hmm. And it's an annual, so you're getting 48 pages of that Burn Austin drawing. Spider-Man, dog. Yeah. And another one that, that, that people sleep on, but it's just as beautiful. There's an Incredible Hulk annual number seven, where he draws the Hulk, and he's inked by Bob Layton. And it's that Bob Layton coming in hot off oh, Iron Man. Iron Man hot, yo. <laughs> and so... The Hulk is drawing, the, so he's drawing the Hulk and Sentinels, right? So you know them Sentinels are all shiny, just with the Iron Man gleam and everything. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful issue too, man. Bob Layton worked that over um, Burn. Man, killed it. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna say this, and this is go- this is a bit of a tangent, but I think in terms okay. of perhaps most impactful most meaningful X-Men comic by Byrne and Austin and Claremont and I believe Orzakowski as the letterer uh, yes. is The Days of Future Past. Of course. I knew you were going to say yeah. that. You, yeah. you got to. Come yeah. on, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah that, was, yeah, that was the one where I was like, okay, this is blowing my mind, yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is fucking me yeah. up, yo. This is fucking me up. <laughs> right right and, and and even like in reading the issue you were immediately felt with this the sense of dread like okay man some of these people are not gonna make it to the end of this book 
They just they're just yeah. not gonna make it. And you just expected it. And that's kind of how it is in the in those apocalyptic tales where you get introduced to these characters and you know, okay, somebody's not gonna make it. Maybe multiple people are just not gonna see the end of the story. And that's kind of how it was. And it was very much like, okay, you killed Wolverine. Wolverine and and everybody was like, oh, Wolverine is you know he's got the uh, the the mutant healing factor and he's got the adamantium bones, so he can't be killed. No, if you stop his heart from beating, you can kill him. Well, it says on issue one forty two where he's getting blasted, everybody dies. Yeah, like it says, it bold red and white, everybody dies. Yes, and, and, and plus on issue one forty one, how many times has that one cover? That one cover yeah. with the wanted poster and dead, 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 yeah. dead, 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 all behind him. And it's him and grown kitty pride in front of it with the searchlight. Mm-hmm. Man, come on. That was a book that when you went into the comic shop, when I was starting to go into comic shops, that was a wall book. You would go into the shop and that book would be on the wall for $20. Right. And we talk about like in 1993. Yeah. yeah. Real, yeah, real talk, man. But but yeah, man. I mean, just there are so many touchstones in that X Men run, and, and it, it's a total package. I mean, like Lex Luger, it's a total package. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, just... wow, wow, not Lex Luger, yo. <laughs> yeah, yo. I mean, but it's, it's like if if you took away one of those components, the magic would be lost. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Uh, there, there was uh, part of the magic was the the dichotomy of Byrne and Claremont fighting and you know trying to get into position as far as like co-plotters and co-writers and I did this and you no know, I did this and it's almost like that creative pressure drove the stories to greater and greater and greater mm-hmm, heights mm-hmm, you know right. and it just culmi- and it just culminated in days of future yeah. past. I mean, yes, there are issues after that, but it's almost like that's that swan mm-hmm. song. That's that mm-hmm. high note. It's like, oh, man. And then, you know, you have the chef's kiss of ah, Austin yeah. Inks, the hottest anchor in comics yeah. at that time. Mm-hmm. It gets no better. No mm-hmm. better. If you look at it today. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, now, hey, now, hey, 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 mm-hmm. hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Hey, 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 hey. I got too much hey. love for Klaus Jansen, yo. I got too much, yo. I got... But, but not on top Ooh. of Burn, though, yo. Well, <laughs> not on top of Burn, though. Well, no, he, he looked good on top of Burn. There's a couple of joints where Jansen on top of Burn is look great, but I'm talking in terms of, like, if you look at that Burn-Austin combo yeah. today, yeah. that day, it still looks yeah. modern. Like, it still is, aside from the fashions and certain things like that, yeah. that clean ink line... It was the basis of modern inking. That clean ink line, that's the image comics mm-hmm. line. That, that's Scott, mm-hmm. Scott Williams. Williams, yo. That mm-hmm. is. You're right. Yeah. You're right. It's right there. It's just, oh, that's, man. That's, that's so, Townsend as well, Tim Townsend. You know, yes, that, 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 that clean school, yeah. That razor sharp just, you get just, just, man. So we have to say cumulatively Uncanny X-Men is one of Burns' top five best sure. comics. Just bar none. From the rip. For sure. Absolutely. From the rip. Yeah. Yes. Unapologetically. Unapologetically. But, you know, some, some others to think of, again, it, it, looking at his bibliography, 
Uh, and, I, and I think mm-hmm. we mentioned champions earlier, which, mm-hmm. you know, okay, whatever. Say what you want to say about the champions. I get it. <laughs> but that oversized black and white Star-Lord issue. Yes, yeah. Bruh. Bruh. Oh, man. Bruh. I forgot bruh. about the show. Oh, Gorgeous. Bruh. And Gorgeous. his runs on uh, Superman and the Man of Steel mm-hmm. later on. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And... His run, which I don't know how many issues it was, I think maybe a dozen or so, on the Avengers with uh, Nefaria. Yeah, Count Nefaria, yo, all the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, right. yeah. Cause I mean, because him, him and Perez would switch art duties back and mm-hmm. forth for like in, in the late like 160s through like 200, mm-hmm. really. They would just kind of switch back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And when we were over at Dwight's house uh, uh, a month or two ago, mm-hmm. he had pulled out his art of John Byrne. That's almost. I almost want to say if you could get your hands on it, yo. Sir. Because he got it right here. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> of course oh, I do. Yeah. Of course yeah. I do. Oh, man. Yeah, yo. Yeah, yo. Oh, it's, sir. It's, man, it says Q Productions, Box 7. Yes. Dykes Heights Station, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York, 11228, and, sir. <laughs> hey, but look, D. The mm-hmm. thing that was so special about that was, at the time, being a young comics enthusiast and a fan and, mm-hmm. a, and a wannabe artist, right? you didn't get a lot of opportunities to see someone's pencils. And so to right. see his pencils and his Oof. sketches Oof. was just a mm. joy. Yeah, it was yeah. just an absolute yeah, yeah. joy. Yeah, yeah. Immaculati, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, oh, yeah. So okay, so we know X Men. His run on X Men with Claremont and Orzakowski. We know that's that's in the top five. That's in his five best, right? Mm-hmm. Without question. Mm-hmm. Okay, no question. Okay, um, what about what 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 is an an easy alley oop number two? What do you guys think? Fantastic Four, yo. Mm, Fantastic man. Four. Uh, okay, yeah, man. Yes. Yeah, let's yes. just yes. you know. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's it. Let's call Spade yeah. a Spade, sir. I mean, yeah, and for and for people who are who were who were not around at the time to get a sense of it, you know, Byrne was as he you know as he will plainly state was the <laughs> hottest artist in comics, <laughs> and yeah. he was, was coming lie, off yeah. of X Men, <laughs> and, and and he was he was he was in like Adrian said he was in battles with uh, with Claremont because mm-hmm. he felt like he was more in charge of the story. Than he was really getting, being given credit for, right. you know. I guess it was that that whole Marvel mm-hmm. method of, hey, I tell you, you know, these broad strokes or whatever, and you draw all the in between points, but right. you really you're you're create you're creating plot at that point, you know. You're you're telling story, right. and, and Chaykin, Howard Chaykin has been uh, gone on the record many times to say that, you know, the artist is just as much the storyteller as the writer is. He's mm-hmm. writing. Sure. With, the, with his images, Absolutely. you know, yeah. comics are a visual medium. If you take the words away, you still have a comic. If you yeah. take the images away, you don't have a comic anymore. Exactly. exactly. You know, that's right. So he's coming off of X Men, which was never a huge seller, by the way. Right. I know. Ironically, mm-hmm. you know, we found that out after the fact that it was always sailing just above cancellation, which back then, you know, oh man, you know, hundred fifty thousand, two hundred thousand copies, you know. If you didn't sell that, gotta go. You sell that many, you know, then it was considered, you know, not you weren't doing well, right? You know, yeah. But this is at a time when comics were still, you know, on newsstands and spinner racks and convenience stores, 
and you didn't have to exclusively go to a specialty store mm-hmm. to buy them, you know. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, he so he leaves X-Men and they announced that he's going to be not only drawing Fantastic Four, Marvel's first family, mm-hmm. but he's going to be writing it as well. Oof. And people mm-hmm. were kind of like, eh, I don't know. I know this guy can draw, but but he sure. did he did great on the book. He you know, killed people it. loved it. They ate oh, it up. Those killed it, man. Those first those first thirty to forty issues are fantastic. Not pun intended. They're fantastic. I mean, they're they're just yeah. wondrous. We hadn't had you. There weren't stories like that since Stan and yeah, yeah. Jack, and you could tell that he paid homage to those stories, mm-hmm. but then brought his own thing into it. And I mean, you got two forty two through two forty four, Galactus yes. Falls. Yes, yeah, yeah. the Death Bro. of Galactus yeah, show. Bro, yeah. I remember reading that when I was because I started collecting the whole run. I was I was making it my mission to as I could get the back issues. I was getting that mm-hmm. run together, and from two thirty two, his first issue on there. Oh man, it's just just great stories. Yeah, you man. know what I'm saying? Like these are really cool, awesome tales. But then when you get to that Galactus story right there, it's like oh, sure. and bro. The, and- and then all the heroes kind of yeah, jump yeah. in. And then you see, like, and then it's only upon a second read that you notice, why is Galactus getting smaller right. and smaller and right. smaller <laughs> to where the heroes can do something right. to him? And then you had that big old panel. And, and he prefaces it on the page turn, like, before you turn the page. Nobody thought it would be mm-hmm. possible. No one. And he turns it at a big, bold type. Galactus yes. falls. And Galactus all, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Goosebumps. Like, even now, goosebumps, right. yo. So, yeah, Galactus falls, man. Yeah, man. Come on now. Just, oh. And then it plays out later in the mm-hmm. run, too, about like um, issue 261 through 266. The, the trial, trial Reed Richards. of Reed yes, Richards. Sir. Yes, sir. It's like, yeah. look, you're not going to get away with it. It might be some issues from now, but we're going to come back yeah. and get you. And that's yeah. what they did, man. And it just felt like real consequences mm-hmm. as far as like in that world. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like actions that happened 20, year, 20 issues ago are now coming mm-hmm. to fruition mm-hmm. here. It was just it was great. Phenomenal. You can sir. say what you want about Byrne, but his writing was, it was phenomenal, just, sir. Oh, it was phenomenal. Man. And, and and prior to that, oh, Adrian, there was cutest prior to that where um it was Terax the Tamer. And Terax Terax fought Terax Terax fought Terax fought the thing, That's yo, right. and fought Silver Surfer, yo. It was on. Man. Dude. It was on. Dude, do you remember the specific of that of that particular issue where um I think he was fighting a surfer or, or, or the thing or something, and the panel's kind of like yeah. vertical, right? It just, and this happened to look up in the sky, see something in a distance coming in an arc down yeah. towards them, and it's Terax yeah. coming towards yeah. them. You know what I'm saying? Or the one where Terax shears yes. the cab in half. Yeah. Man. Yes. Man. And the whole panel is the sound effect of whatever right? the sound effect was. And didn't Gladiator was near too? Yeah, Gladiator stepped up for the Imperial Guard at that time too, didn't he? Was that before that or after that? Well, that okay. was before that. That was issue 249 okay. and 250. Okay, yeah. okay. Man. He dropped a building Sir. on them. He raised, he, 
he picked up the Baxter building. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's> the <laughs> you know, you know, you guys are, uh, oh, Adrian man. mentioned this, but you know, like Burns' run on Fantastic Four really was, like you said, it was kind of it was in the spirit and in the love of Stan and Jack back mm-hmm. in the original day, uh, the er- in the uh, early days of the uh, of the series, mm-hmm. and yeah. the only thing that I can really compare it to somewhat is the energy and the bravado and the uh just the dynamism and just the the pure love that when Simonson got on Thor it felt mm. like you know going back to when Kirby was on Thor you right. know where it was just you know like the the bombast and the and the and the clashing of the titans mm-hmm. it had that same energy where it was like okay wow this is really something new mhm but this has got that same kind of palpable energy mm-hmm. that when you know when Kirby was on Thor, when Kirby drew Thor fighting Hercules, mm-hmm. and they're you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, feel like it, oh yeah. man, yeah, you can feel you know. it, man, yeah, yeah. So I mean, okay, so we got X Men for sure, right? And we yes. got Fantastic Run on Fantastic Four for sure. So really, in between those two books, for anybody who's uninitiated, I mean, what what are we talking? 40, 50 issues between just those two books? More than that. Maybe more than that? Uh, Because yeah, X-Men. Yeah, about about 60. 60. So, I mean, this this is not no, I'm going to do five or six issues and then collect it in a trade and move on shit like we get now. This is, (laughs) you know, I'm I'm making some comic books, dog. (laughs) But I will say, though, I will say, though, on that Fantastic Four, if you want to stop Right about the time of that Terax Entertainment, that that second Terax story mm-hmm. where he's fighting the Silver Surfer and the mm-hmm. Thing, and uh, Doctor Doom shows mm-hmm. up and all of that, that's good right there. Stop about two seventy two seventy two, because after that, then he starts coasting and say, like, uh, "Really? Yeah. You, you, know, you know, like the, you like the, you like you like yeah. his father stories and Nathan stories with um who, who was inking? That wasn't um that wasn't uh, Austin that point inking. It was some, who was inking? It was Gamble. Was like Gamble? Yeah, yeah, that was him. Gamble. No, no. Uh, well, well, well. Um, no, that was Ordway. I'm okay. sorry. Uh, Gamble might have came in there okay. for an issue, but for the rest of the run, it's Ordway okay. inking him with them yeah, glassy yeah, yeah. eyes. I <laughs> yeah, love man. Ordway, but the glassy dead <laughs> eyes. Are, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> the juicy <laughs> eyes, man. But uh, <laughs> but gosh, man, yeah, Fantastic Four is just oh man, just fantastic, yeah. man. Yeah. Sorry, no pun intended. Agreed. Okay. So, what's Dwight? You want to throw something out for for a, a, a possible number three? Yeah, man. I mean, you took my top two. Um, I mean, uh, well, and it can be a single issue if 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 it's a single issue. Do you think? But you know, you'll you'll have mm. to litigate it for sure. <laughs> uh. The Avengers issue where Wanda and Pietro are captured and in Wondagore and they and and, mm-hmm. and the and their um their there's this character called himself Mordred, but he's got gray hair. Yeah. It's an excellent issue, man. Yeah. Excellent issue. One of my probably probably one of my one of my other favorites. Um that I thoroughly enjoyed. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's got, it's got all this. Well, Burn does what Burn does so well. Burn, for, this is weird for strange for an artist of that time, and actually even artists of these days. Artists do one do one or two things really good. 
They do organics or they do hard surface really well. Burn had both of those on lock. You got or you got the organic features and 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 hard surfaces done well. And he can actually put the two together to give you something entirely different. You know, think about you know his 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 uh his, uh, his droids, his mandroids and stuff. You know, but how 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 deliciously you know um um uh yeah fluid. yeah like there'd be real fluid yeah. in the in the sh- uh, yeah. shadows yeah. and the. The circular, yo. There was always this, this kind of like, like circular feeling, and then then you get you get Terry Austin who knew how to how to embellish and make it really nice on top of it, yo. So you got this double circle inside of it, and people, and that's like that's not how light reflects. That's not how it works. But damn it, I'm convinced that it does based on what they're doing here, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, that that Avengers will be another one for me at me, Swiss. That particular Avengers. Um, mm. let's see what else. Ah. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna give a shout out to the Nefaria issue for sure of Avengers where they fight Count Nefaria and he literally pushes a building on top of the Avengers. Right. And I'm also gonna yeah. I'm also gonna shout out to the issue in Fantastic Four where they fight, uh, where they fight uh, Gladiator. Gladiator. Yeah. Because in both of those instances, it was what if the Fantastic Four fought Superman or fought what if Superman. the Avengers fought Superman? This is what would happen. Right. You know, this yeah. is what would happen. So those, that's what, and I knew clearly that that's what they were doing. I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, this guy's su- this guy's Superman. Well, I yeah. mean, he's just he's just laying waste yeah. to these dudes, you know. Yeah. And and he's and he's exactly. women. yeah, <laughs> he's killing it. So oh man, but, Shoot. so I don't know. As far as Avengers goes, because the the Nefaria run is, and that was uh, maybe over the course of several, a couple of issues, two to three issues, but. Three. three. That's yeah. the one that I remember the most. I, I have the one that Dwight was talking about with Mordred because he had that green cape. Yeah. With the gray hair and, yeah. and Wanda's on the cover and she's kind of in like a uh, a crucified position. Yeah. They're in Wondergore. Yeah. And Magda. Yeah. I, I do female, remember that. The cow. The cow. Yeah. I, I'm gonna throw out <laughs> Star Lord. The Star Lord, uh, black and white. Okay. Because, mm. and I say it because one, it was oversized, so it was like comics. It was like big screen comics, widescreen comics. Right. It was like, ah, oh, okay. And then second of all, you got a chance again to see his work in black and white. You know, the coloring in comics back in the uh, in the seventies and the eighties, all the way up to the seventies and late eighties, was not very sophisticated. No. So, and and actually, if you go back to that, that work was crafted for black and white. Mm-hmm. So there were probably mm-hmm. things that he was doing and choices he was making as an artist in terms of p- his picture making to accommodate that. I'm not going to have a colorist, so I can do more like with Zipatone and with Bende, um, with cross-hatching. You know, I can do more with contrasting black and white. You know, basically thinking like an Alex Toth, you know, for the entire comic. Mm-hmm. And so that book looks different than some of the stuff that you would see later on. It's like when you would see things that would be in black and white that Wally Wood would do. And Wally Wood was just an absolute fucking craftsman. Mm-hmm. And, it's, you know, if it was in black yeah. and white. So you'd see him using Zipatone and using different different tricks to make the art feel more three-dimensional mm-hmm. uh, than it normally would with the, with the kind of flat 2D coloring. Or one D coloring, even that uh, that you know that we lived with for so long. Mm-hmm. But I think that that Star Lord issue is 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 in particular one of his best. And you know, not that not to mention the fact that you know the Star Lord character was was reborn uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy in the films and and later on in the uh, in the comics. Yeah, you know, as the uh, Peter Quill that we we know today. And and actually, I, I liked I liked the uh, that that original 
like seventies version of Star Lord better as far as the costume goes. It it has had a certain kind of like like Nova mm-hmm. Nova Prime type of feel to it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, mm-hmm. Wherein you know the new version is like okay, yeah, he's a little Darth Vaderish, a little you know, I don't know, video game inspired, which is not bad, you know. But it, it but it it wasn't the same for me after that. You know, it always made me kind of laugh about the costume. And, and, and before I mention that, man, those those Austin inks yeah. on that Star Lord yeah. special. That's just, yeah. oh, man, yeah. it's killer, killer. And and I remember one panel in particular where I was like, dang. You know, you were talking about, you know, the tricks that he used, Swizz. Mm-hmm. Like, he made perfect use of, like, this negative space. And I mean that literally, mm-hmm. negative space. There's a panel. It's kind of a big panel. And Peter Quill is standing outside of this ship, right, on a viewfinder. He's just got his arms folded. He's kind of like just standing there mm-hmm. in space. You know, like, now what? What right. you going to do now? <laughs> you know, that type of thing. <laughs> and what? But um, what made me laugh about his costume is his helmet with the goggles, that looked like the little ship from Galaxy yes! that you see on the yeah. side of the Galaxy yeah. arcade thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I used to be like, man, he got a Gallagher mask, yo. <laughs> but, but you know, the thing about that, the thing about that was, is that version of of Star Lord was adopted in the '90s, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. and if you go back to the '90s, everybody was, you know, all the character designs and all the reimaginings of characters, Starman. You know, everybody had on trench coats, right. and waffle tread boots, and right. had goggles and hoodies. You know, static, you know, hoodies. and You know, everybody was trying to make all of the heroes much more terrestrial in their character designs mm-hmm. and less, you know, less uh, uh, decorative. More and, urban. Uh, more uh, urban. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, more urban looking. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where that comes from. And it works from a utility point of view. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's kind of one of the things that Dwight has mentioned in the past on uh, in our conversations on this show. You know, there are things that comics do that other mediums can't do. We can get that on TV. We can get that in movies. Mm-hmm. You know, we can get that in video games. But there are things in comics, you know, the spandex and the lycra and the and the um, the capes and all of that. Mm-hmm. It works for this medium. So why not take advantage of that and, and do what comics can do special? Let it be special. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So I, I, I kind of... I kind of uh, f- kind of flexed against that when it was happening in the '90s because it was like, okay, you know, now it just everything kind of looks the same. You know, mm-hmm. every, everything looks the same, mm-hmm. and I, I get where it was coming from, but it mm-hmm. just to me it was just like, okay, so everybody's just gonna, you know, Robin's gonna have a hood, and you know, everybody's gonna have hoods and, right. and waffle tread, you know, Tim Tim's on, and, right, right, and trench coats. <laughs> <Tim's>. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was jealous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> draw so, me how but, you want. Draw me how you need. <laughs> <laughs> what else? <laughs> well, it's actually Drew Hill. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You in there? You in there though? Yeah. <laughs> well, Adrian, what, what, what would you throw oh, out as a potential number three? Whoo, whoo, man! You know. We had mentioned the Captain America run earlier. Within that run, Oof. I mean, straight bangers. Straight bangers. Yeah. The, 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 the whole seven run, the whole seven issue run is great. But I would throw out there issue 255, which ends mm. the run. 
And the reason I mentioned 255, it's an anniversary issue. It's a retelling of its origin. And they mention it in the back of the comic that, hey, if you thought the art in this particular book looked different, it's because we shot it from uh, John's okay. pencils. And so you're flipping back like, dang, really? Right. Yeah. It is a bit softer. Yeah, you got to turn that contrast like, up when they scan those pages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but it worked, though. It worked, though. And and that was the first inkling to say, to, to see that Burns' pencils were that clean mm-hmm. that you didn't even notice that they weren't inked until they told you at the end Bruh. of the book. Mm-hmm. And just the issue, that issue in general is just it's just fantastic. I mean, I I I I, I love that issue. I love that retelling of um Cap's yeah, origin. Yeah. No. So I would I would put uh Captain America 255 out there, but Captain America, that whole run by him and mm-hmm. Stern, oh man. Oh man, when Cap runs for president. Oh uh, when when, when oh. Cap fights Batrock. When Cap, hey, when Cap fights Batrock on that Rock Sun yeah, oil yeah. tanker, yes, sure. yes, sure. Mm. and Cap's chained to the front sir. of the oil tanker, when he, when he, when he, oh, when, he, when he fights, when he when he fights Mr. Hyde, yo. Ooh, am, oh man, am, that's am a am good I'm, one. Oh, yeah. yeah, same yeah. same one at the same yeah, yeah. time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just great stories. Him, him fighting Baron Strucker versus the Satan Claw. Nick Fury's that, there. Oh that, man. Sir. Adrian, did you say it's kept, uh, issue two fifty five? That's correct. The Living Legend. Okay. Yeah, and, and with the Frank, Frank Miller, Miller cover, cover, Frank Miller fact. cover. I was just getting ready to say it. Yes, yo, yes. Yeah, yo. That's that. That's a, that's a complete. That's a complete package right there, nice. man. Just ah, oh, so right. wonderful. Yeah. So and and even and even that and even that Dragon Man issue. Yes. That you're like Dragon yes. Man. Yeah. It still yes. works. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I'll defer to the Captain America man. Yeah, for me, I, mm. I, I think the whole run is incredible. Cap runs for president, and but the Living Legend issue is is wonderful. Uh, and I mm, just mm. Uh, and anytime and here's here's the thing in terms of you know where you are as a fan as a, as a young fan. I was mm. down for them to tell Captain America's origin. Six ways to Sunday. Every time they retold it, every time Kirby redid it, every time I saw it redone yes. anywhere else, I was down for yeah, it. I was right? with it because I knew it. I knew it. It was like, oh, he's the super soldier, and he was a he was a skinny guy, and then he becomes you know the ultimate physical specimen, and and he's patriotic, and right? um, you know them going in the house, and the woman has the mask on, and then she takes the mask off, yeah. and then they you know and the the agent you know the 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 Nazi you know he foils the experiment and they chase him out of there and you know and then cap you know joining you know the army as private rogers and he's playing he's basically playing like a uh like a uh uh not like bruce wayne but more like a clark kent where he's playing kind of like a goofy uh uh, uh mm-hmm. soldier who's not great because he doesn't want people to know he's captain america right and then uh he makes friends with bucky and then bucky you know he's killing the potatoes and bucky discovers it and says oh let me go with you and then it becomes him and bucky and i'm like what First of all, well, how's this this fifteen year old dude <laughs> with you, you know, right. in the army or whatever? And just, just loved it, man. And then the invaders and going into that—it's just the whole thing. I was mm-hmm. just down for it every single time. 
There's a and there's a spread inside of issue 255, a double page spread where it's like cap across both pages, leaping with his shield, and it just shows like little vignettes around him of, hey, he did meet the invaders. Here's him and Bucky. He's doing this mm-hmm. and that, punching out a Nazi mm-hmm. soldier, showing that, okay, now he's fighting the war right. and everything. And that particular spread still exists. I saw the original art for it on comic art fans and whatnot. And this is mm-hmm. gorgeous. I think I think it's in the possession of Tim Townsend, if okay. I'm not mistaken, the uh, anchor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that that's that's just just yeah, beautiful. I, what do you what do you say, Dwight? I I say I I defer to, to the cap issue myself, man. Yeah, I'll, man, I, I do. But there's 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 a special place in my heart for um, like I I like I I, I was always interested to in see what Byrne would do next. So I when he when he went to the Hulk, and mm. and. Just ripped Hulk a brand new like like idea and, and con- concept for the Hulk, yo. I was I was with it, yo. When he separated Banner from the Hulk successfully, and and when and when when there's this page on one of the, I forget what issue it is, but there's a spread page. It took up two splash page took up two pages, wherein the Hulk's like in this and he's Hulk's in this like this um, uh, video uh, projected version of himself, and it's just him coming across up two pages like like a, it's like a standard pose, like he was like trying to reach. Reach for something and to, to grab it and, and destroy it. Gorgeous, gorgeous fucking artwork, dude. And we found mm. later on, later on, they they captured, um, they sedated Hulk, <clears throat> and Doc Samson wanted to free him. And I know, I know, you remember that panel, yo, where Doc Samson's there's, 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 it's like a two truck, um, or maybe it's just one truck. They had Hulk inside of it, sedated, and these he's, he's brilliantly designed shackles by Byrne. And he crosses over a, a part where where Samson had dug himself in, waiting for the truck to come over. Samson reaches over with his two hands and just, yep. just uh, rip, rips it rips it to shreds, dude, and frees the Hulk. Yes, rips the transmission out of this. Yes, yes, yes. That was some shit that only Burn could do, man. <laughs> only Burn could pull shit like that off at that time, dude, and make it look like it was really yeah. happening. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Doc yeah. Samson. I hadn't thought about Doc Samson in a long yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> Lynn. Wasn't it Lynn Samson? Wasn't that his name, Lynn? I think it was. I think it was. Something like that, yes. Yeah, <laughs> Lynn Samson. He was like, yeah, it, was, it was brilliant, man. It was brilliant. So, yeah, that'll be, my, that'll be one, of my, one of my picks. And, and that Hulk run was real short. Yeah, that Hulk run was it real is. short, too. It was only like six issues. But the final issue of that, the, the seventh issue, so to speak, was in an issue of Marvel mm. Fanfare. And I remember that issue of Marvel Fanfare was all splash pages. Okay. Wow. Yeah, like Burnett drew drew the whole story in all splash okay. pages. Um, he never explained his reasoning why, but <laughs> time that's crunch. what it was. <laughs> time crunch. He's like, he's like, he's like <laughs> now time crunch would be the alpha right? flight issue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> snowbound. That's wow. that time. Snow. Yep. Snowbound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like dang, that's best. And he got paid the regular page rate for it right? too. Dang. Yeah, John was a dude, man. John was a dude. He he bogarted a lot of ways, man. He he definitely uh. He definitely could get sure shit did. done, bro. Like you know, three books of three books for him was like was not a big deal for 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 a long period of time, you know. Well, and we we can speak to that yeah. in a second, but mm-hmm. okay. So where where what's our number three? What's gonna be the number three then? <sighs> see, I see. I want to say Cap. I want to say Captain America. I, I I know. I know. D. I know. D. You 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 put up a good case for that Hulk. I mean, that Hulk is good. It really but, was, yo. It really, I hadn't ah, thought about that in a long time, and you're right, man. I'm, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with the Hulk for my number three, yo. I'm gonna go with it it's just because I mentioned. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna support my back. My words up with with with. Uh, but then again, man, I don't know, man. See, I I keep going back to to the X Men, bro. I keep going back to like um, 
you know, the, the Fate of Phoenix show. And well, we're, well, we got the X Men. I know, I know, I know, I know we got them in there, but I just say there's certain parts yeah. that are just like so part and part of my DNA, bro. I can't get it out, get it out, dude. Like even even the side war between Xavier and and, and Farouk, that shit fucked me up. A Shadow King, yeah. Shadow King, shit, that shit fucked me up. I mean, when, when they were changing like 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 different forms to fight each other inside of the, the astral projector plane, man, I was like, we're not worthy. We're yeah, not worthy. my my one of my jams in uh, X Men was. Uh, uh, when Colossus became the uh, the proletariat, yes, yo, yeah, yes, yo. Yeah. arcade, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Arcade, and then and right. then when they went and they, I forget how the story plays out, but I know they go and they have they have a battle, they get caught, mm-hmm. and they're hemmed up, and then you find out later on, I guess it was it Magneto who was kind of behind the whole thing, yeah, yeah, we find That's out right. later mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. yeah, I, that was that was a great one, man. That was that was a great one uh, for me too because it was like you know, uh, and then it made me see. Here's another thing: it's one of the joys of comics. Mm-hmm. I looked up what a proletariat was. Mm-hmm. Yes, and get educated. Like, oh, okay, right. Working so, class. So you know, and this is back in during the USSR, this is the Soviet Union. So this right. is back in right. the eighties. Right. So I was like, oh, okay. So you know, like a Politburo and proletariats, mm-hmm. and you know, I I figured out what yeah. all that was. KGB and mm-hmm. you know all this kind of stuff. You know, I learned what those things were. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, through my uh, through my reading of comics. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but anyway, we got it. We got to come up with a number three. If this is an essential. His best five for somebody who is uninitiated. So, if it's not the whole Cap run, if it's not Adrian's Cap issue, okay. Uh, the Hulk run, I do remember that specific issue. I don't have as, as much of a fondness for the Hulk as a character. Right. So that one that that one didn't show up on my radar as, okay. as high as it, it maybe did on yours. Right. The Hulk, the Hulk. So what's our number three? Uh, that that was my three. Hulk, Hulk man, was my number three. You know, no, no, we're not doing individuals. This oh is, no, we got to litigate it. Oh, okay, we got to litigate it. <laughs> yeah, so we got we got to either de- de- either stand your ground or defer. You okay. know, okay. Man, we man, it might be all day. Cause I mean, I mean that 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 <laughs> that cap. You know what? You know, what? put put a pin in number three. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll come back to that. Because the, another concern of mine too is is that we haven't mentioned any of his DC work. We haven't mentioned any of his other stuff outside of Marvel. Even though you could argue that for like the eighties until he did, um, you know, the DC stuff, he was yeah. Mister Marvel. He's Mister Marvel. Like he yeah. touched yeah. every, yeah, yeah, every yeah. book. There. So let's 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 switch over to DC for a minute because okay. you know we have to have to have the uh, the Superman Man of Steel conversation. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you know, say what you will, you know, he was all over that stuff. Yeah. And he did he did new things with it. You know, yeah. like whether you whether you dug it or not, I like the fact that he thought about Superman uh and imagined him in a world and said, Okay, well, first of all, you know, the idea of a secret identity for Superman, why would people assume that he had a secret identity? Right. Why would you not assume that he was not Superman all of the time? He's just super. He, he's Superman in Zimbabwe today, and then he's Superman in Tokyo tomorrow, and then he's Superman in Antarctica the next day, and then he's Superman in Manhattan, and he's, then he's Superman in Chicago. He's just Superman in other places. Why would you assume that he needed a break from being Superman right. and would put on a guise? Right. You know what I'm saying? So the idea that Lois would be wondering, well, who is this guy really? What do you mean, who is he really? Right. He's this motherfucker who's saving mm-hmm. the world every other day. That's right. who he is. Right. And then also, right. the, you know, he came up with the idea, and I believe this was his uh, his brainchild, 
was that Superman doesn't fly. He levitates. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. flying was his power, he'd just float away. Right. He controls where he goes, and it's really with his mind. Right. It's you know, the idea of him stretching and putting his arms out right. and all of that. Right. Oh, that's just, that's just like, that's like when, ex, like uh, someone who has telepathy or some, you know, who has uh, mental powers, right. psych, you know, psychic abilities, right. and they use their hands, you know, when they're moving something across the room, that's just you physically reacting to what your brain is doing. Right. You know, it's, it's like, a, almost like a phantom limb kind of a thing, mm-hmm. you know, you're not really using your hand, you're using mm-hmm. your mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I dug the fact that yeah. he thought about the character in such a deep way. And then that led him into the kinds of stories that he wanted to tell in Superman and Man of Steel. But what do you guys fall? Uh, I think you would have to make, you know, that Man of Steel, uh, that six issues, an, an essential, mm. one of these top five. Because, I mean, it's set going forward for the rest of the 80s and through the early 90s, really. It really set up what DC was going to do with the character. And then other writers, even after... Because Byrne was still on Superman for about two or three years mm-hmm. thereafter, you know, and then Stern picked it up, then Dan Jurgens, and so forth, so forth, and so forth, and they used what was there in the Man of Steel going yeah. forward mm-hmm. until they kind of started rebooting him over and over and yeah. over again in the mid to late yeah. 90s, mm-hmm. you know, but I think that's definitely got to be one of, one of the top five, Man yeah. of Steel. Yeah. Um, and while he was in DC, he also, also, also carried over to the... Um, um, uh, the, the DC onslaught type situation where it was it was um, a bunch of villains that got together to I forget what it was called man I, I didn't do my research uh, wherein it was it was done the first couple issues were done by Byrne it was this giant fire like dude that was in it and and a bunch of other characters um, damn what was it called um. Legends. It wasn't, it wasn't Legends. It was Legends. It was Legends. It was Legends. Okay. And uh, that yeah. that was that was a tilting point for me as far as seeing him in other other characters, other worlds. So, oh, he can bring this world to life too, you know, because he he he, got, he 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 took uh, Batman's ears down, made him made him made him you know he uh, mm-hmm. he made his he made his he gave him a round emblem on his chest again, you know, and it was, it was mm-hmm. the round circle with a, a ellipse with a, with a, with a bat signal inside of it. I thought, okay, this mm-hmm. is this is this is cool. This is cool. I liked it, you know. Um, he brought, he made the characters even I mean he should be getting like he should get royalties for things different characters he's made in the movies now too if he, if he could like uh, he's responsible for um, that character Will Smith played in the first um, um, suicide dead, su- dead, deadlock not deadlock no uh, I'm sorry no actually no dead he's responsible for, that. for for he's responsible for Bloodsport Bloodsport in the second one that that um, that old boy yes. plays because um, because Deadshot was mm-hmm. uh, Ostrander right right. Well, even before that, remember Deadshot showed up in um, Detective uh, Detective Comics as far. Then he showed up during the um, during the Marshall Rogers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, Bloodsport. Yeah. So so Bloodsport was 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 his character, and uh, I liked the character. It was cool. It was interesting to watch him. You know, watch him develop those characters, and he gave you a different spin on on um, on uh, a Metallo. Was it Metallo? He was. It was on the cover. Where he's fighting. What was that? Um... Yeah, that was on the cover yeah. of number two. Um, and it's a yellow cover. Metallo has his chest open with his kryptonite yeah. heart. And Superman's yeah. like, oh, yeah, gorgeous oh, cover. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gorgeous <laughs> cover. <Yeah. laughs> I can't get away from, oh. 
<laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I vote for Man of Steel then. I think Man of Steel goes. Yeah. I think Man of Steel. Because yeah. it was also, too, as an example of the fact that he left Marvel, he went to DC, and he did well on another flagship character. Mm-hmm. Like he was, you know, he was able to get on these flagship characters and and do and do his his thug thizzle, mm -hmm. and do it well. So mm -hmm. I, I, I I vote I say Man of Steel for sure. Yeah, yeah. So let, let's make that the number three then. That way. So that's you know, number we, three. We, we, I know we still circling around. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Make that Man of Steel. Number okay. Three. Okay. So, <laughs> he's like, all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Sure. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna try to make a case. For his run on Iron Fist. Ah, okay. Hmm. See, that's that. That's that mm. early. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. What's up? What's up? Still... Wait a minute. What's up with all of the? the mm -hmm. What's up with the? With the? With the? With the furrowed brows, yo. Mm -hmm. He's still <laughs> furrowed brows. <laughs> he's still he's still fighting himself. It's like it's it's ah it's that it's that bird and you know it's bird. The 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 faces are there. That storytelling is there, but it's still just that it ain't crystallized yet. It's still that it's like it's like when you take French fries out of the <laughs> oven and it's still sub that still right. ain't crisp. And it's just like that it's still soggy, yo. That's what it is. Iron fist be like them soggy French fries, like you almost there. You just gotta put it back what? in the oven for like about five, ten more minutes. I, I, okay, so you you're not wrong, and part of the reason why I think it is great, and I think he wasn't he being inked by was it Dave, Dave, Dan Atkins or was it Dave, uh, Dave Hunt? Yes. No, Dan Atkins. Dan Atkins. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I think for me, because it is where you see him becoming who he becomes later on in X Men, mm. and he's working with Claremont, if mm. I'm not mistaken, on those issues. Claremont mm -hmm. wrote those issues. Yeah. So that's right. You see that you see him starting to crystallize, starting to kind of become what he becomes later on. Um, I went back to those issues, obviously after X Men, and that's you know that's where I found them. Mm -hmm. And also too, I yeah. thought that his relationship, his romantic relationship with Misty Knight, mm -hmm. uh, one half of mm. the Daughters of the Dragon, that was one of the first times I saw like an interracial couple, and it wasn't just like oh, you know, like a fleeting thing. They had a full on relationship to this day. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, yes. they they have always been a couple. That was an example of an early example of the squirrel, if you will. You know, <laughs> nice, nice. And so, and, and you know, and they, you know, they, you know, they just did it as it was. You know, mm -hmm. it wasn't there wasn't any uh, apologies for it. Um, you know, they had a very healthy sexual relationship. You know, Danny Rand and uh, and Misty Knight. You know, she had a fro and she was all foxy and and right. Pam Greerish, Foxy and, Brown. Yeah, yeah, you know, so I, I just loved it. And again, I mean, I don't know how many issues it was, but I mean, he did a run on that book. You know what I mean? He he did yeah. a run on it. And it, and, it, and it was I enjoy seeing people go back to, you know, going back and seeing where they kind of come from, where it's like, OK, it's a little loose around the edges. It's a little it's a little yeah. it's a little. You know, it's got that that youthful. You know, I I ain't quite where I'm gonna be, but I I enjoy I enjoyed those books. But you know, I mean, if y'all if y'all go shit on them, that's that's fine. Go ahead. You know, that's cool. Well, I mean, I mean, they're fun. I mean, I mean if, you, if you're gonna throw those in there, I might as well go ahead and throw you know a good old Charlton classic in there with Doomsday Plus One then, because oh, I mean, <laughs> now you're just being ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yo, they. <laughs> Man, French fries ain't done. It's still yeah, yeah, in the freezer, yo. 
They got freezer burns on them, yo. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it was, yeah, New Day Plus One was like his infancy. You could tell it was like, okay, this is, I haven't quite got my, my sea legs yet. I'm still trying to okay. you know, get my Okay, together. so what about Alpha Flight then? Okay, what about that then? Alpha huh? Flight. Mr. Adrian mm, Man. Go right. ahead. Mm. Now what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, Alpha Flight, that's a mixed bag. Like that. I, I look, at, look, at the, like, look at the look at look at look at the look at the Leaning it hard, like yo. The Vindicator, Speak Snowbird, or hold your peace. Uh, Sasquatch, Sasquatch. Yeah. <laughs> Aurora, North Star, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Puck, yeah, Shaman, yeah, Shaman, yo, Sh- yeah, yeah, yo. And later, later, on, later on, Talisman, yo, the box, you yeah. know, yeah, Marina. Box. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. <laughs> But you know what, though, no, G? Here's the thing, though. And I, I, as much as I know you love Alpha Flight, man, you got to okay. agree with me on this. The first couple issues is it's really good. Like, it's fun superhero okay. comics. And Byrne is giving it his all because he's also right. Canadian. So he's bringing Canadians right. to the fore. Mm-hmm. And, he, right. and it shows. Mm-hmm. But then the stories start getting kind of wobbly, like, <laughs> up up until that issue number 12 where it's like one of these people right. will die and everybody's in the crosshairs right, right? so you're like oh right. man who is it and then you read the issue and you know spoilers for a 40 year old comic <laughs> um, <laughs> it's right. guardian and, and, it, and it just it just happened so matter yeah. of fact if I, if, I, if I recall correctly, didn't his suit explode yeah, or yeah. something? And he was just vaporized. Yeah, yeah. Like it was just a spot where he was, yeah, just yeah. gone. Was it, what did, was it was it Vindicator? It was Vindicator. It was, the ghost was Guardian. Vindicator, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Guardian, well, and then when, when Heather became the Guardian, she called herself Vindicator. That's it was a little what it was. It was a little weird. No, Vindicator was first. Vindicator was, he was, was Vindicator first. Right. And then he became Guardian was, later. Was, yeah, weapon, he was weapon, Vindicator first. He was Weapon Alpha first. And then he became then then then, then yeah, Vindicator right. and then Guardian. That's kind of how, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, because well, he. See, so I have to wonder about that because then you have to be like, well, what is he vindicating then? If he's right, a Vindicator, right, right. what did he have I think, to I think be he was vindicating, vindicating to vindicate uh, Department something? H? <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> you might be right. <laughs> you yeah. might be right. I mean, yeah. He feels like he had to, you know. Because because the bad press had gotten while after after Logan left, they left them you know without their main you know fulcrum of uh, of 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 impact you know because they're all they're all kind of soft dude they all kind of I mean Doctor Sasquatch was Sasquatch was a doctor by day I mean uh, yeah. North Star and Aurora they're just two twins hanging out doing shit you know what I'm saying later on they decided to, they decided to 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 retcon or or make make a um a North Star a, a gay man which made which but it was already there in that first issue though. Like he, they, they okay. hinted at it, but in the '80s kind of way, you can't just come out and just say, "Right, that's what it is." Well, technically, he was supposed but to be bisexual quit. at first. Okay, that's damn. That's what that's that's what they originally were going to do. Okay. I remember reading that in an interview. Really? He was supposed to be bisexual. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, so yeah. So no. you know, so it wasn't. Okay. I mean, so I mean, I like Marina's. I, I like. I liked. You're right. It was. It was kind of. Um, the first like two or three issue, issues is really good, but then it did kind of go off the. It kind of went towards you know not so interesting territory until the master came in, and the master was cool because you had to see okay yeah. what's the alien origins of, of Marina, so it's like, okay this is this is cool you know but then it didn't really pay off at the end it was like 
you got her back. Mm. You know, she's what's going on. I mean, I, I didn't quite get that. You know, like, like and he, and he liked playing around with Puck a little too. Like Puck was interesting too in the beginning, but then Puck kind of got boring too. So it wasn't, yeah, it was no, yeah. no real strong payoff for those characters. Plus, plus two, that was an early example of a creator being given kind of full reign full to reign. do what they wanted to do. Right, right. And you create a super team, and everybody would create the same super team with the same archetypes. Right. Big, strong guy, yeah. mental person, somebody right. who shoots blast something, right. somebody who's the tortured character, somebody who has a, some kind of a physical challenge, like uh, you know, like the character in uh, in the New Mutants, and then Puck in this, right. and Wolverine is short in the X Men, and right. you know, Raven, you know, she's tortured, and it was everybody had you know, or Vic rather, you know, right. everybody had 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 something like that. But so, what is our number four? What was our what our number three is what I forget. I'm sorry. Man of Steel. Man of Steel, Man of Steel is number three. So what's number four? Mm. Of his of of mm. his five best, damn. That's the title of the, of the episode. John Byrne, his five best comics. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Oh man, golly! And, and you know what's going? You know what's going to be even tougher is that once we pass the eighties. I mean, I don't think anybody would think nah, next man nah, is any type nah, of no, prize. Nah, no next man, no. <laughs> No, just no. Mm-hmm. yeah. Name Namor with that that run he did on Namor. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would say an easy an easy fill for number five would be would be She Hulk. I'd have to go there. That's that's like almost a a, a signature. He didn't create right. her, but it's become one of his signature characters. Right. Like sure. he did the idealized version of She Hulk that pretty people pretty much do to this very day. I imagine that the She-Hulk yep. we're going to see in that Marvel TV series, which looks god awful from what I've seen from the trailers, <laughs> is going to be it's going to be his version of She-Hulk. Right. You know, it's going to be you know with with yeah. the humor and with the sexiness and right. with the uh, but also with the you know with the power and the dynamic, uh, in with the fighting and the punching and the in the, all the all the superhero superheroism right. of it. Right. Now I, I can't argue with that. I would go with She-Hulk for number five for sure, and you know. Just, just also with She-Hulk, it's like you have to be in the right, the right, the right mood to receive that humor too. Just like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna, you know, read a farce. You know, it's cool, it's fun, right. and everything. But yeah, he definitely, he definitely drew a definitive yeah, for sure. She-Hulk. For sure. Just sexy and just with the, with the hair. I mean, even dating back as far as like um, when he included her in the Fantastic yes. Four. Mm-hmm. When she replaced yeah. um, the thing yeah. for, and she, and she you know, had like the like the muscle issues. shirt with the yeah. sleeveless, uh, yeah, yeah. with the arms out or whatever, yeah, yeah. and that worked. The, that kind of worked in a weird and, way, and, and it worked absolutely. The, the, the white gloves, yeah. yeah, 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 it was absolutely. dope. Absolutely, it was dope. Yeah, yeah, I was like, okay, this yeah. is what's so, up. So if that's yeah, number man. five, well, let's just make that number four. Okay, She Hulk is okay. number four. So okay. we got number one, we got X Men. Number two, we got Fantastic Four. Yes. Number three, we have yeah. uh, Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Number four, we have yes. She-Hulk. What's number five? And I, the only reason I pointed to Alpha Flight is, is despite again the story not taking off, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not flying. It's just it was it was him at the peak of his artistic powers. Right. Like it was him. Just not missing. And what Adrian, something Adrian said earlier, and I think Dwight may have touched on it as well. People don't often point this out, but there's a lot of, of you know, in terms of Byrne having go-to uh, uh, panels and, and go-to uh, 
uh, storytelling, you know, uh, it, that that, right. that he uses. Yeah, that he uses. He's very much like Kurt Swan in a way. Mm-hmm. In that way, where Kurt Swan mm-hmm. had a thing, he would mm-hmm. do his thing. Mm-hmm. He's just more illustrative than Kurt Swan. He's a better draftsman in the sense of, you know, like what you know, like really wowing you with his images. Yeah. But it's the same kind of thing. It's like, okay, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, and get through the book. Right. You know. Right. And then he, you know he would throw in things that you'd be like, oh wow. But you know he had some. He had those go to. You know that three quarter face oh, with yeah. the pointy chin. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Um, that, that 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 you know he, he that hero that hero stick that three quarter hero stance where he's standing and and, and uh, on a reflective surface that has a little lines below his feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. And the lines never matched. Yeah. Never right, matched the right, reflection. Yeah. Just right. random lines. <laughs> yeah. And, and he 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 was also a fan of doing like a profile a pure profile shot. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the, the the characters might be walking on the on the uh, the panel border as a floor. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, he's done yeah. that a couple of times. He's also one of the first so, comic artists, too, man, I think that he did successfully blend photo reference in the, in the comics that didn't like it was actually photo reference. Like, his, he, 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 would just, he would do expansive cities and stuff. Like, I think it was, a, it was, a, it was might have been a Spider-Man issue or even a, maybe a, a X-Men issue where it was, it was a cityscape and it was, it was a photo reference. But he, but he made it look like it was not, not a photo reference. Like, it was, it, was, it was very well done, man. Yeah. Mm. Maybe been a maybe a, an episode maybe an issue or because he did a lot he did a lot but it wasn't like blatantly a go to thing which he's as a crutch he used it with with a certain sense of you know artistic flair. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right, I'm down to twenty percent on my phone battery. So yeah, yeah. We got to wrap it up. We got to yeah. do number five. Okay. Wrap it up. Damn yo. So what's what's number <sighs> five? I mean, it's still, you know, we didn't do Marvel team. Uh, we on. did do Marvel team up. Yeah. Which one was was Marvel team up the uh, the run or was it uh, Marvel two and one where Iron Fist fought the Steel Serpent? So, uh, I don't remember that. Yeah. That was te- that was two that and one, is right? Marvel team up. No, that's team. It is up. team up. Okay. Well, because Spider Man, well, Spider Man was in team up. The thing was in two and thing one. Was in two and one. So it had. Yeah. To, Marvel two right. ones were were the day the world wind winds down, uh, remembrance of things past, with Joe Sennett, uh, the inner the inner wall, or inner moral. What the hell is that? The inner war, uh, blood and bionics with Joe Sennett, and giants of the earth, um, and let's see what was the. Supervillain team up. Don't see that. Oh no, no. I, you know, I think I think he might have touched that too. Like he would now. He would also do a lot of straight right. issues too. Like uh, I think he did an issue of Daredevil one thirty eight. He did um, uh, just just a lot of straight issues. Like he would right. fill in oh. wherever he wanted to. Okay, it was Marvel. It was Marvel team up specifically uh, issue number sixty three. It was Spider-Man and Iron okay. Fist, but they face off against Steel Serpent, and that's when Steel Serpent and uh, Daughters of the Dragon, okay. and that's when Steel Serpent there you does go. that uh, that uh, that chest bump with him and steals the uh, the power of the yep. Iron Fist from him, yo. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's like badass. Yes, <laughs> that fire. That's a fire, fire. issue. Oh, that's a God. fire issue and a fire run. Okay. Because it was always yes. good in comics back in the day when they they would somehow the hero would lose their powers. Yeah, it was cool. And they, and they be and they would be like 
openly depressed about it. Like Spider-Man was openly depressed about the fact that his his stuff wasn't working. Right. My spider senses ain't working. I can't, you know, I can't get my mojo like I used to. <laughs> he was a, he was depressed about it. Right. You know, and it's like you know, Steel Serpent took what made uh, Danny Rand slash Iron Fist special when he took that. When they bumped chests like that, which was, you know, very kind yes. of homoerotic in a way, but it's like, boom. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> take that, take that, take that, take that, you know. Wow. But, but, you know, but, you know, I kind of like that he was his opposite number. Like, his costume was, like, the opposite. It was, like, a green mask instead of yellow. He had the blue, right. you know, clothing instead of the right. green. I always loved that opposite number doppelganger type yeah. thing. You we know? we have yeah. to at some yeah. point go back to uh, Fife. He's the one that uh, that initiated on uh, s- social media. We got to do an episode on doppelgangers, mm. and oh, you know I'm what I'm saying because that's another one that I had forgotten about the Steel Serpent being a doppelganger for Iron Fist mm-hmm. uh, in the way that so many others are, and why why those are appealing to us as comic fans. But go mm-hmm. ahead, man. I'm mm-hmm. I cut you off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I guess I guess to sum it up, man. Number five. <sighs> D, I, 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 I got, I got switched your arm a little no, bit, man. Let, let, let me get okay, that cap, yo. Come on, come on, let me get that cap, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, <laughs> come on, D. We, we, we already got She-Hulk over there, dog. You got your Hulk right there. I know that's his cousin. So we got, you got <laughs> Jessica Walters. We got his cousin on there. Yeah, yo. <laughs> all right, man. All right, all right, man. I give, I give, I give, I give it. Because I, 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 I enjoyed it too, man. I, I, I enjoyed when he, when he, when he squared off against uh, against uh, um, um, uh, Dragon Man. That was cold. Hey, you know another good one, man. What about when he went to England in that same run and he um he had to kill Baron Blood yeah. with his shield? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I forgot all about that, yeah. yo. And Bear of Blood was like, if you don't do it, I'm going right. to keep killing. I'm going right. to keep going. And Cap's like, I don't want to. I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> you got to. And he felt remorseful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. And just the fact that Steve, Captain America, felt remorse about it for several issues mm-hmm. thereafter. Like, it was the one time where he had mm-hmm. to kill. You know well, what I'm saying? Nazis, he's killing Nazis. And, uh, he's killing Nazis. the right. only time he killed him <laughs> during World War II, yo. But <laughs> <laughs> those are Nazis. Those are well, Baron Blood, Blood was a Nazi, was a yo, Nazi. essentially. Right. Yeah, so it's... yeah, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, he shouldn't have been, but so yeah, yeah that 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 cat. Yeah, man. I, I give it. Yeah, yeah, man, that, 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 that I give cap. the cat, bro. I give the cat. It was okay. Dope. So our five best, okay, officially codified, right. Here on Sidebar Forever, yes. we got number one, X-Men. Right, period. We had number yes. two, we got his run on Fantastic Four. Period. Number yes. three, we got his uh his run on Man of Steel. Period. Four, yes. we got his late latter day run on uh writing and drawing She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. We'll allow it. Yes. We'll allow it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and then number five, we have his 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 epic run on uh Captain America with Roger Stern writing. And who was the inker on that? Joe Rubenstein. Joe Rubenstein. That's right. It was Joe Rubenstein. Joseph mm. Rubenstein. Mm-hmm. So those mm-hmm. those are, those are the five best for the yeah. for those who are unaware. If you go if you go to those five, yeah. you'll, you'll you get go, your John you Byrne on. You can't go wrong. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Yeah. That concludes 
this episode of Sidebar Forever, hosted by Dwight Clark, Swain Hunt, and Adrian Johnson. You can find us online at sidebarforever.com. Any emails or questions can be directed to us at sidebarforever at gmail.com. And also, subscribe to us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram.